Let's get saucy, boys. Welcome to Daddy Pig's Army, the meat cast. It's your boy, Mike with the meat. First episode, I guess second episode, and we are live. I am here with my boys, Jack and Sloan. What's Sloan up, boys? Sloan. Oh, not much. The intern's back. The fucking intern has been promoted to I not mean, just the intern, but the co-host of Daddy Pig's Army. That's just like, what has happened? Like when I met this group, it was like, who is this kid? And then he was the intern. And now I'm a co-host. This, okay. Well, you know what? I'm here for it. Okay. Well, no one go, really cares about up you, college, buddy. You grow up quickly that way, right? This is the man I want to talk to, Sloan. I mean, fair. Who doesn't? <laughs> Sloan, welcome to your podcast debut, sir. Oh, wow. Now I'm really on the spot. My first podcast. Let's go. This is your first I'm here podcast. for it. Bring, just, just bring all of it, and I'm just going to give it all right back. Yeah, I need you to get saucy with me tonight, all right? Does that mean I can crack open my first beer on a podcast? Okay, please. Okay, Sloan, what are you drinking to join Daddy Pig's Army tonight? All right, I'm really proud of the fact that I could pick this up at my relatively local Bucky's. It is a new Belgium Dominga, which at first I thought that was Spanish for Sunday. And if you guys know what a very popular drink Sunday morning, it's a mimosa sour. Here we go, babies. Let's go. Oh, that sounds amazing. Ooh, listen to that crack, baby. I hear you. It's freaking delicious. What okay, you said it's a sour? It's yeah, it's it's listed as a sour. Um and let's see, sour ale with what the hell is a calamansi fruit? Whatever I'm going with it, and five other natural fruit flavors, but it's a, it's still a seven percent. It's solid. Okay. I can drink many more of these. Do you have one on your end, buddy? Um. So your boy got a little. Uh, I spent. So it's. Uh, we're recording this on May the fourth. So may the fourth be with all of you. Um, Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day. So False Idol, um, which all of you who know the Drunk Riders uh, know my love and affection for uh, False Idol. Um, They were doing their May the 4th flight and they had a tremendous – honestly, it's a tremendous flight. And I was talking to uh, the owner tonight. Um, So the flight was all Star Wars themed beers. And I I had a few others and I'll go through those. Um, the first one was the child, which was a salted lime goes, which was super fucking good. It was re- there. W- there was a hint of salt. It wasn't overpowering. Honestly, it was phenomenal. Very light, easy drinker. And then the other one, I'm kind of going in order here of in terms of like my my likeage. Um, so that one, you know, untapped, I'll give it a four. Pretty four out of five, pretty four point two, pretty good beer. Um, the other one, this is Jar Jar Binks inspired beer, which um, that sounds awful. If, if we want to get into lore <laughs> a little bit, um, this one's called Misa Wana Hazy. It's a double New England with mango. That's the only cool thing that Jar Jar Binks ever said in his entire movie career. Honestly, Jar yeah. Jar Binks should have been the Sith Lord. I will die on this hill right now. And we're getting into Star had Wars ass talk right now. It. I mean, what's that? He would have had his ass whooped, and you know it. But like, I think legitimately, Jar Jar would have theory, like, kicked everyone's ass. Oh, just oh, by being okay, a stupid Jar Jar, just kill, yeah. All right, fair we're, enough. We're four minutes in, and we're already on the tangent of. Uh, I've just received a text from Kevin. Um, about us tangenting, and he says we probably should move on. Um, <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so Misa Wana Hazy, it's a uh, double New England IPA with mango. Um, honestly, it was one of the smoothest IPAs I've ever had. Really strong with a mango. Phenomenal. Okay, I think I put that at 4.5. Now, there were two... So I, I am... A bit of a slut in one one variety here, and this actually might become a T-shirt. Um, so the first beer I had was CC thirty six thirty six. 
which was a uh, Berliner Weisse, which is their probably specialty. Um, most people just refer to that as a sour, but you know we'll uh, we'll be specific here. It was uh, I'm trying to get the exact adjuncts here, and also this is my fucking podcast. I can go on beer rants as long as I want. Let's fucking go. Um, it was it had black currant, banana, caramel, and granola. And let me explain how this is. So black currant is such an underrated thing in America. Like, we need more of it. Um, the banana hit perfectly on the end. It was a perfectly smooth banana note. The caramel and granola, perfectly smooth. This was a perfect five out of five beer for me. This is a top five sour. Okay? I'm all about However... It. However, there is a beer that has beat it, and this is a, officially a top five Mike beer ever. Okay? So this joins the ranks of Yuno Chata. Um, more Citra than all the Citra. Booker T. Black is Beautiful. And now we have a new one added to that list. Order 66. Which is a red sangria Berliner Weisse. Can I say okay. one thing, man, real quick? Yes. I can't believe yes. that we both ended up really digging a Sunday morning style flavored beverage in a beer for tonight. Okay. You got a sangria and I have a mimosa. That is so. Amazing. So here's the thing this sangria beer, it, it's six and a half percent. Okay, so it's very light. I could have drank probably – so the only way they were given the beers tonight because, you know, May the 4th, um, they wanted to make sure everyone had a chance to try them. They were only selling it in flights. So I, I ended up getting two flights. So I ended up getting all four of the beers uh, twice. Um, I was super upset about that because I really wanted the Order 66 – um, I wanted a full pour of that. You still got eight beers, technically. I mean, they're five ounce pours, so <laughs> I guess I had two and a half, and then I had two more pours. So you know, um, yeah. But I, I I had something to drink tonight. This beer. So I'm going back on Friday for their barrel age release, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to them and try and get a couple canned. Um, and I'm going to save them. I'm going to save one of them. I'm going to keep one for myself. And then I'm going to save one for a time when we're together. So it's at the point where if I can convince enough people that they would, you know, want to buy it. Like if, uh, if enough people came in for the wobble, which, um, buzz bars is doing a wobble May 27th. Here's a 28th through 27th through 29th. There's your uh, plug, and uh, come down. We're going to Falls Idol. We're going to Frontier Shitty. We're going to Six Flags Over Texas. We're going to have a lot of fun, so there's that plug. Um, They might do a full batch of this, and when I say this might be their best-selling sour ever, I'm not fucking joking. This shit is liquid gold. Wow. And okay. I've become a total sour horror. Were you not just at um, uh, Asheville recently? I was in Asheville, which Did I didn't have any sours yet? in Asheville. No, that's Dude. a lie. I went to the Funkatorium. Did you go to the Funkatorium? Yes. We just basically camped out. Oh, my out God. There. We had, our hotel was like like two blocks down from there, and we also had a couple dogs with us, and it was just okay. an epic weekend of nothing but amazing sours. Sarah was also. So, did you try the Dark Angel? I'm sure I did. Uh, Frankly, that was the barrel aged sour with um, black currant. Can I be Um, honest? I don't know what the hell black currant tastes like. So, black. So, here's the thing black currant is like super popular in Europe. It replaces like grape. Or, um, so you know how like we have like, um, so I'm thinking of like fucking uh, Skittles. As an example, 
So, so like we have grape Skittles. The purple Skittle is grape. And like England and Europe, it's black currant. That's their flavor exchange. Um, okay. Fun fact. So. Um, I'm purposely buying that extract tomorrow at the store just so I can say, all right, now I know exactly what black currant tastes like. Yeah. Um, so it's incredible. I wish I could find the beer that I'm actually looking for right now. Um, also, fuck you, Jack. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was I, that was from Kevin. That was all Kevin. He, he are might you actually be talking to Kevin right now. Or I am legitimately texting with Kevin, and he literally no, said, "Hey, not. can we talk about meat before I start rubbing mine? I will send you our <laughs> screenshot. Please send our, me that screenshot, bud. I have uh, just put yeah. it in the uh, the meat chat." <laughs> As we shall call it. <laughs> oh, crap. We are 11 minutes in. <laughs> we are 11 minutes in. So, so real, okay. So this is our first episode. We're, we're getting our feet. Obviously, this feels like a TDR episode right now. It really um, does. <laughs> so actually, it was Angel of Darkness was that sour I had, um, which was – oh, no. It wasn't Black Current. It was a barrel-aged – with boysenberries, blackberries, raspberries, and cherries in a sherry cask barrel. It was fucking immense. Blackberries um, and cherries. Jeez. It was so good. But for being on Untapped, that only got a 4.5. Order 66 was a 5. So, and that one I said at that time was my favorite uh, sour. Um, so, okay, I'm looking at this. Um, so welcome to the meat cast, everyone. We're just like the drunk riders. We'll spend the first 20 minutes <laughs> of every episode talking about beer and whatever I'm drinking, because it sure as hell ain't going to be beer. And then we'll actually get to the stuff you came to hear about. Right. So, um, that's incredible. That tech conversation makes everything, <laughs> makes me so happy right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, this is going to be a meat and beer podcast. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to do uh, meat reviews, talk about how we rub our meat, talk about how we uh, season our, our meat, um, how we prepare our meat. Uh, we're going to have a lot of meat innuendos about yep. how delicious our meat is. Yep. And, um, you know, we're not fun with this, so... Yeah, okay, also, before we jump into it, because I am drinking something, who wants to guess what it is? Fucking cheer wine, you bitch. It's cheer wine! Which, also, I wasn't planning on cussing on this podcast, so... Well, that's gone. That was never gonna last, you know it. (laughs) That was never gonna last, right? (laughs) No. Alright, so... We done done um, fucked that one up. So, I do say, you know, I had that whole flight, also had a duck sauce, which is... Top tier triple IPA, and then a double IPA that I had tonight. This is a, a new style of IPA I had. Like I said, I had a few beers tonight. Um, this one is called. You know, you're talking about all of them. It huh? is many. We know you're talking about all of them, and it is many, yes. many beers. So this beer is a uh, Kivyak. Um, IPA double dry hopped with whole melon, Sabro, and Eldorado hops. And boys, it is a no, don't touch me there. No, no, my no, no square. The name of the beer is no, no square. (laughs) Wow. Did any of this make you hungry for meat, by the way? Okay, so here's the thing. They have a food truck now at False Idol called Daddy Bees. Okay? So tonight, you know, I, perp- I I went, got a really good workout in before I went. So that way I f- didn't feel as guilty. Um, and then I went and had some Daddy Bees. And they make, so first off, best wait, french wait, fries wait, you'll wait, ever wait, have in your daddy entire beats? life. Daddy? Daddy. Like call me Daddy. B, as in Bravo. Okay. So if the Daddy Pig Army needed a food truck, this would probably be like one of the right. first Right. So Daddy Pig's Army has a food truck called Daddy Bees. 
Okay. What does Daddy beat, by the way? <laughs> so one of the uh, one of the owners of one of the managers of False Idol, it's his side business. Okay, so 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 two guys in charge at False Idol, or I guess two of the guys in charge at False Idol. You got Dom or Dominic, and then Brandon. So Brandon has a food truck called Daddy Bees. Um. So tonight. I By the way, Dom is a burger. great guy to work out a pallet of false aisle. Just saying. Dom's incredible. Um, I was while I was there, I was texting him the entire time. It was awesome. Um, so Daddy B's has a bacon burger. So typically this bacon burger has sharp cheddar. Now we're talking about me, so we're good. It's a half pound patty, sharp cheddar, um, candied onions. Cabbage, pickles, and bacon. Okay, and uh, red vine tomatoes. So I'm not a tomato guy. Candied bacon, like just straight bacon. Uh, this was candy. This was actually straight bacon. Okay. Um. So what I did was I said I don't want the cabbage. I don't want the onions. I don't want the tomato. I'm I'm a simpleton this way. However, I asked for jalapenos. Which on their jalapeno, it's candied oh. jalapenos. Okay? First yeah. of all, these are the best French... And also, I got a side of fries. The best French fries... I will put these French fries up, up against any fries that you've ever had. They well, will be well, why, well, why do you say that? Is it, is it texture? Is it how they're cut? The oil they're fried in? Like, so, so they're you can't say the like, best French fries are like, why? Come on. They're, they're hand-punched fries. So they're very Ooh. thin... They're perfectly crispy, and the oil and seasoning, whatever seasoning they put on them, is just perfect. Like, you walk up to the truck, you literally see them punching the fry, the potatoes through to make your fries. Is the seasoning, like, more, like, on the salty side, or is it more, like, the, the rest of the spices? Because, like, you know, like a salt, rub, but it's like also a melt. good blend of other spices. I don't know right, what they right, are. Gotcha. There's a good pepper in there, but also, you know, I think they're using Himalayan sea salt, which obviously is a go-to. You have to use Himalayan sea salt. Arguably um, the best sea salt out there. Right. It is. Um, so that, that makes that a huge too, by difference. The way. What's that? You get your minerals, by the way, that way. Right. Um, so they're perfectly seasoned, perfectly cooked, perfectly crispy. They're not too hard. They're not too soft. And also, if you let them sit there for 30 minutes, they're still good. What? Yes, they're still perfectly good after 30 minutes. Superman fries or some shit. (laughs) Um, Possible. So they also have poutine, which I have not had yet. Now you're talking my jam there, man. Was there meat in that? So I haven't had the poutine yet. That's my (laughs) next visit, Mike. It is 10:15. I am getting way too hungry for this late at night. Well, because I figured that y'all would have a like, Jack without cheer wine. I'd have a beer for my first podcast and or probably yeah. a few after this. But I also had um, a bag of jerky and I've been nibbling on that too here and there. Cause what I type of jerky did you get though? And, why not have some meat while you're on a meat podcast? So you're lost, Jack. Uh, what type of jerky did you get? All right, it's my favorite one, um, at least where I got it. Bohemian garlic. That is a Bucky's jerky, if I've ever heard of that. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. I mean, and I think it also was like oh my tickling gosh. my German. Uh, wait, wasn't I just in German? Germany senses? And wait, would you, would you say it was Bohemian what? Bohemian. You know, like Bohemian. Bohemian's Jamaican, man. No, it's, is it? Yes. Oh shit! I've been thinking about the wrong wait, country for a long wait, time. Did you just say Bohemian's <laughs> German? Yeah, well, I'm I'm confusing with Bavarian. I guess. <laughs> can I just can I just allow me to think that was from Germany? Shit! Oh my god! Hold on! Hold on! We're gonna Bohemian. How do you get? Wait. <laughs> I, I guess it's like just more like an unconventional lifestyle. Where did this originate? Like, I really want to know where it originated from. Because maybe I'm the oh, oh, oh my god, oh, I was way off. From yeah, French. Uh, a socially unconventional it's person, French. especially one who's involved in the arts, like Warhol or somebody. Whoops. 
Um, the term bohemian emerged in France in the early 19th century. 19th century. I look like a fucking asshole right now. We both do, actually. So, Good Jack, Lord. this is your time to chime in. Like, you guys, have yeah, you know, from like, France, you fuck you, both. Shit? <laughs> this is, uh, we are, we're 20 minutes into the first episode and we look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> well, what were they expecting when they put this podcast on? Um, I mean, we are the daddy pig army after all. We are the daddy pig army. Also, like, hey, y'all, the results for that come out on Friday. There's no way daddy pig wins. If daddy pig wins, no, I'm going no. to lose it. Yeah, y'all daddy are here. There's no way. Win because SeaWorld will actually absolutely pay to make sure they don't lose. Yeah. But just, just imagine for a minute what will happen if daddy pig wins. Enthusiasts around the world will rejoice. There will and be a T-shirt made the shirt, by the way, and a podcast. Um, there already is a T-shirt made, bud. Yeah, but this one's gonna have a trophy on it. Which the the daddy pig? So um, when there was the error with uh, Redbubble with the TDR website, um, they they still shipped out the shirts, but suspended the account. Which I'm like, okay, so how am I going to get paid for that? But whatever. Um, and so they shipped out the shirts, and then I put them on uh, uh, Bonfire. So Perry got two of them. He got two shirts. So I'm getting one of Perry's shirts. I'm getting the gold shirt. Um, you'll be damn sure when I'm at energy landia i am rocking a daddy pig's army shirt better be with a pair of jorts too uh not in poland that'll be amsterdam i still gotta go pick up my daddy pig shirt that got delivered to my old address same as the stumble 325 shirts by the way i love that and uh, by the way all right we gotta back up one second bohemia i was actually I was actually the closest of all you. So if you scroll down on Google, when I never Google, even said a guess. How was I even close okay. to begin with? You're, all, you're in college. You should know this. Don't you like have I don't know like geography or some shit as an elective already by now? <laughs> anyway, God. so the problem is like people ask. This is great. People also ask, "What does it mean when you're Bohemian? What nationality is Bohemian?" This is great. It's the Czech Republic. It's the western region of the Czech Republic, which, by the way, is next to fucking Germany because it just is. And hold on, more. And actually, a follow-up question. Don't make me go history. Bohemian part of Germany. So actually, yes, I was the most right by far. Mike, Mike, it is not Jamaica. (laughs) It is not Jamaica. Definitely not Jamaica. (laughs) Y'all are Jamaican me crazy. Oh shit! Somebody's seen the restaurant called that. That's down the road from us, by the way. Yes, I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) I drive past it all the time. (laughs) You've been here to eat some of my meat lately, haven't you, Jack? I have. This is a meat podcast. Do we want to talk about meat? We have been a little bit. We're we're working on that, baby. Um, Okay. so, So, Jack, tell me, what was the last meat that you had when you're here at my place in Atlanta? I woke up on a uh, Saturday morning. It was about oh, 8 a.m. That one. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. I woke up at about oh, 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. We'd been to the baseball game the night before. And I'm laying there in bed and I'm like, why does it smell like something's being smoked? And then it hit me that I was at Sloan's house. So that probably meant meat was being smoked. So I made my way downstairs to find. Um, Short ribs being slow, they were being. They're being smoked. Yes. They were being smoked. He'd been Sloan had been up since roughly four in the morning, smoking uh, short ribs for breakfast. For breakfast. <laughs> and that, and by the way, by breakfast, that's when the the college boy finally gets up to gets up to waking up. Finally, by I like was 10, 30, 11, which is like perfect. No, 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 no. I was up before that. I was up before that. What nine, and then you just stood around and waited for two hours for it to finally finish I mean, off. I was, I was at work by this. eleven. I was up at eight thirty. We were eating at nine thirty. That's a generous eight thirty, but okay. Um, so the way that happened it was kind of hilarious. I'm, it's middle of night. 
um, yeah, we were, we were at the Braves game the night before. It was a Friday night, and awesome time. They had the fireworks show after the game. We won everything, and we probably get back at what, like twelve thirty? Okay, hold on, pause Easy. real quick. Pause right. real quick. Did you just say we won and re- uh, referring to the Braves? Yes. Okay, I mean we are national that, team. Or sorry, um, you, yeah. Are you on payroll, son? Huh? Are you on payroll? No. <laughs> what should okay, I? Okay, so the Braves won. Got it. Cool. The Braves won the game that night, and then yeah, we got back <laughs> to the house, chance, baby. Come on. <laughs> we, anyway, we probably got back to the house about twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah, and not so, to, but. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so Sloan goes and gets the short ribs out of the fridge, and he starts seasoning them. That's right. Yeah, as soon as I got home, I was like, well, I want to make sure they're all ready to go. So I pulled it. I pull them out of the whole because, of course, I buy a whole packer. But the way that short rib or the whole well, actually when, when they're all together, like the full three bone, they call them plate ribs because it does look it will take up an entire plate. And so I when I bought that at um. A actually a Vietnamese market down the road. It's called Nam Dai Mon. Great place, by the way. They actually do two whole plate ribs in one full packer. So I have like six full rib, like short ribs to work with. Obviously, keep them all together. Get home and <laughs> basically from the Braves game, open up the fridge, probably grabbing uh, grab another beer. I'm like, oh, totally forgot I got these things in there. I didn't because they take up like freaking half the fridge at that point and jack this is a great time for me to go ahead and season these puppies up so pull them out wash them down pat them all dry and did a standard rub primarily salt and pepper probably a little garlic in there forgot exactly what there was definitely definitely garlic yeah spg for the win man and that's yeah salt pepper garlic you just you got to go for that so went ahead got them seasoned up Put them on a basically almost looks like a like a wire rack, but like a thin wire rack, and inverted like that you would have in a small oven or whatever, and invert that over. Put the plate ribs on top of that, and then put it in the fridge. So it's enough air that can circulate underneath the rib bones, and also naturally on top of it. And idea there is you want to let it air dry a little bit overnight, brings out a little bit of that moisture, makes it the color look incredible. So fast forward like only three hours later, and I guess I'm like a little hungover, probably a lot. A little. Fresh. What's that? A little. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm thinking about the next night. Never mind. I, no, I, you were, you... <laughs> hey, let me tell my hangover stories, all right? I'm the one that was kind of running on best, little bitch. So basically, it's like 3, it. 345. I'm like, oh, I need some water. Oh, why didn't I grab a little Pedialyte pack? So grab Pedialyte pack, water, open up that fridge. Oh, wow. Those short ribs are just looking so good. I was like, you know what, dude? Like, it's actually a little early. Why don't I go ahead and just get that smoker fire up right now? Throw them on there and wake up in six hours. Well, the thing was, this was also my first time working with short rib on a Traeger. Now, we don't have time to get into the cooking, <laughs> the various cooking devices I have because that's an episode in itself. Yeah, it's an entire. Let's just say that this is my this is my most recent smoking device. And it's actually my first Traeger. And I was the biggest like anti Traeger person in the world for again, for another whole reason, a whole episode we can get into <laughs> later on. But what I got should say a lot in terms of the first Traeger unit. It was a Traeger Ranger. And basically, this thing looks like a briefcase. It's really small. I wanted something small. So, I mean, heck, it's only, you know, Sarah and I. And if I wanted to, I could literally, like, plug it into my 120 outlet in my truck and be smoking my own little meat, you know, hot 450 plus, low, out of the back of my truck. That was kind of the idea. It was like a, basically like a tailgate smoker ready to rock and roll. So this is the first time I'm using that on something like a short rib and short rib is really fun because you can basically, it's pretty hard to screw up short rib and because there's just so much fat in it and you don't have to cook in too long. It's six hours max, 275 at most 300. So I throw it in there, but then I'm like all of a sudden intrigued. I'm like, well, let's just, I, I want to see how that color goes and let's just see how, you know, you know, pans out. I didn't go to sleep at that point. So I was up at 345, pulled that out, 
short ribs on the gr- on the grill with the Traeger by four four fifteen, and I basically watched that until Jack Moses' little ass downstairs. He's like, are you smoking meat? I'm like, of course I am, dude. What what else I'd be doing right now? And yeah, we had freaking short rib for breakfast. Actually, this is oh, oh my gosh, Jack, you're gonna have to tell this part. So I, yeah. I pull it out. It's like probably like what nine thirty, ten o'clock. It's again like not quite six, but enough hours to where it's definitely yes. cooked. It was definitely cooked. It was definitely cooked. Exactly. Well, okay. like, I'm so, not going to cut into something like fully good, like all the way through. If it's like, uh, yeah. no, it needs a little more time. Okay. Gonna- so th- there are two things I will add. We will tell. I know exactly what you're thinking about. I must add, though, as it was nearing completion, you were like, hey, go get the rest of the stuff for breakfast. So here is my one plug. If you're ever in Atlanta, you have to go check out a place called 1911. It is on um, – South Cobb Drive, you will not regret it. Go get breakfast from there. That is what I will say. Um, There I could go on for hours about that place. But, yeah, so I get back with the rest of the stuff for breakfast. And Sloan's like, why don't you come cut the the meat off the short rib? And I should say – By the way, I did cut the first bone and showed you exactly how to do it. And it came out and it falls off perfectly like that. Yes. I I should have had the camera ready, like taking pictures of that and posting on the meat channel and everything. And I did not because – I'm about to hopefully see you do it right after me and just like, oh, there you go. Look at that glory. So how so I'm awful with a knife. And so I pushed I, – I, I completely fucked up cutting the short rib. It was so tender though that the bones just kind of like fell off. Like as soon as I like started pushing it, like it was not a clean cut and it just – the bones just kind of like fell off the short rib backwards. It was – um. It was not good. I'm awful with uh, knives and cutting meat. No, you're not. You're not saying it right, dude. <laughs> you're not telling it right. I mean, you when you cut into it, you're like, well, I mean, like the boats, the bones fell off, and it's like, well, of course, the whole expression fall off the bone, like that means it's perfectly tender. But no, the way that you were working the knife, you didn't actually slice into it. You just kind of pushed down. Okay, so that and, is left over from my days in produce because in produce you don't like slice you push. We're not talking about fucking veggies, all right? Well, like, I'm sorry, but I was trained how to use a knife for produce. And by the way, this, I mean, and we'll get into the, the knife collection at some other point, but this is like my favorite knife. It's a freaking 10-inch shun. Like, sharp as shit, okay? Like, you can cut paper with that all day long, nice thin slices. But you may as well just, that you just go vertically up your here, birthday? like, north-south style. And you basically <laughs> wedgie and push the meat out such that it just ejects the bone off of the meat, off of the cutting board, and just goes falling off of the freaking kitchen counter onto the floor. Well, Bandit and- enjoyed it. I did. It was on video. I've watched that at least 30 times. And I laugh yes, my ass off every single time I see that. And just hearing that bone go, and you're like, no. I'm like, and I say, like, a, you know, my just like, this is just great. I'm like, that's not how you do it, Jack. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was not my it was not my finest moment, but it was some damn good meat. I will. Hey, say that. you learn you, you learn from mistakes. And frankly, I've made a ton of them getting to where I am in terms of like meat and of course the rest of things in life. Right. But, um, yeah, that, that's all part of it though. I mean, it's, it's, it's trial and error and, and figure out like, like what actually works and, and hopefully don't make that same damn mistake twice. So next time I give you a whole plate rib, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe try it out on like a chicken wing first or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tom, how you doing, buddy? Tom, who's Tom? Who's Tom? Oh shit! Where's he at? Thing wrong first. He's person. dead. Billy. Oh my bad. Um, Billy. Hey. Yeah. No. Um. I tried Let to chime babe. in there for. I tried to chime in there, and you guys like were not fucking paying attention. So <laughs> sorry. Um, that was it's, it. Was a story that just had to be told in one go. You know. Apparently, fuck. Um, <laughs> hey, you went on the ten minute tangent about beer. Let us have our moment, damn it. And by the yeah, way, that no, was, that, was, that tangent was. Not even a tangent because it was on me. So I know, but I asked you a question about your knife, and I said, "Was oh, that the sorry. knife that you used at um, or that I used at your birthday party?" And you didn't respond. Oh my god, my do- all right. So yeah, sorry. I'll, yeah, I'll get that. Band, stop. My dog came in. 
Um, I'm trying to remember Bandito. which Bandito. Yeah, Bandito. I'm trying to remember which <laughs> knife it, it was. So there were two knives down there. You had the 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 big old um, prosciutto ham, like very thin carving knife, which, which like, that was for, incredible. Yeah, for some people like that, that don't know, all right, what the heck does a prosciutto ham knife look like? It's basically. Have you ever seen like people do like sam like big salmon flays like smoked salmon flays? It's this really long, very skinny, like not even like a inch, you know, thick at the uh, the heel to the top of the blade, and it's got a lot of flex to it, right? So it's it, it, basically what you'd use on fish, but you know, on a, on a um, but they they use the same thing on a, a big prosciutto. So no, the the other knife that I brought down, it wasn't one of the Japanese knives. It was a Basically, um, it was a small American company that was trying to replicate uh, Japanese knives, and they they unfortunately went out of business like almost as soon as they started. I got it at the um, the Blade Show, which is the largest knife show in the world, mind you, and it's just down the road from us in Atlanta at the uh, Cobb Galleria every year. They you know, are off the last two years for natural reasons, and it's actually the same week in Hollywood Nights. Just just know that, but um, yeah, re- regardless, it's a legit really high Rockwell knife, meaning it's really, really maintains the edge really hard, but also if it can maintain an edge great, it also is next to impossible to keep or like resharpen. So regardless, you did good with that knife, man. It, it, you, you did have to learn a new uh, technique on how to, to fillet off a, uh, a big tomahawk. Uh, how, how does that work? Because now you do know. I mean, How that was, I'm going to add, man? that like, was like quite intimidating for me because I had never done anything like that before. Um, now you know how I felt of, when I got handed the knife and the short ribs. <laughs> now no, that is see, true. I'm, I'm At least you maintain, so it's different. Yeah, you maintain possession of the bone. Yes. Good job. Um, Fuck you both. Just, just going straight down the bone and just like literally, I mean... The fact, the whole way those tomahawks were cooked at your birthday was incredible and ridiculous <laughs> in its own way. Um, I just look out the window and there's just flames emerging from the grill. I'm like, eh, it's fine. But, but like, because I only had like three and a half, four inches of clearance from the grill hood, like, you know, open and closed because it still had a freaking bike lock on it that they unlocked. <laughs> Like at like sixty dollars per rental, and I'm like, that is such horseshit. I guarantee you, like, like each rental, like, well, like within three rentals, I guarantee you that pays to the grill. Like, if this is like a hundred ninety hundred eighty dollar grill. And I'm telling this to um Chris, uh, you know, Preed, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I guarantee you, it's like a hundred ninety dollar grill. I'm like, really? I'm like, hold on, we like Google right there. Home Depot has it for that same price. I'm like, this is bullshit. We're bringing this thing over. But yeah, imagine, yeah. Tr- imagine trying to cook on a grill. Where it's locked down, and you can only get like four inches max of clearance. And these, how big were those tomahawks? Like, how thick were those tomahawks? They were massive. They were a couple inches thick. So, yeah, they're like an inch they, and a half they clearance. Were pro- just, like, they were. God, I, how many ounces were they? What do you think? So they were just shy of three pounds each. And we. Ha- yeah, I forgot exactly how many of them, but it was. No, we had intimidating as hell for me. Why? Because that had been the most I had ever done. Like, and now you did most of the grilling. Which the most incredible thing about that night was the people just gnawing straight on the bone. Yes, like <laughs> as long as the double pe- fisting yeah, bone. Yeah, yes, Larson double fist will go down in infamy for sure. Yeah. I had and then Larson the, bones. the next morning is like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel good. Yeah, you were chewing on fucking marrow for an hour last night. What do you think's going to happen, bud? I even um, noticed like that night, like, because it was cool down there, right? And yeah. like, obviously, like, no heat or anything, but it was pretty cool. And everyone was, wa- I noticed at one point walking around, especially in the kitchen, with just mad meat sweats. Like, when you have an entire party and group of people that are just, already like you can just see that sweat glistening on foreheads and everything as they're just gnawing down on freaking tomahawk ribeyes like all right freaking mission accomplished well done sir i salute you i i loved how like smooth it went but um yeah so i'm just gonna hit this real quick um so you know this is our intro episode 
we're completely off the rails of everything that we're talking about tonight. Like, what did we expect? <laughs> this is, you know, we didn't have structure. We also do have a fourth member of Daddy Pig's Army. Um, it is Hyde from In the Loop. He will be joining us on our next episode. He was uh, preoccupied with some work tonight. Um, so unfortunately, he was not available to join us tonight, but he will be the fourth member of Daddy Pig's Army. Um, so typically, just to give you guys, you know, we're 40 minutes in. Guys, we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> we um, said 25, 30 minutes max, and here we 25, are. 25, 30. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, basically, what you're going to get from this meat cast is we're going to talk about recent barbecue, um, what we've had, and where we've had it, and what's good. And then, um, you know, some of our style preferences, what we, what, how we cook it, what, what type of grills we use, what smokers we use, what seasonings we use, because seasoning is a massive topic of, you know, like, <laughs> hey, what should I use? Um, salt, pepper, garlic. Um, what's, you know, what brand of seasoning is good? Do you use meat church? What do you use? Flavor God? Um, there's a bunch of different other, you know, you can make your own seasonings with those different spices, different blends. There's so much you can do. Um, we will shit on North Carolina barbecue excessively on here because fuck North Carolina barbecue. It's Amen. garbage. Not, I will not do that. But yes, you will. I will, You'll do, that. Be, I will okay. do it. Then I'll be a defender. Let's go. Okay. Um, vinegar <laughs> is not good for barbecue. Um, but you know, that is a discussion for another day because we do have some friends who want to come in and defend their North Carolina barbecue. And, uh, what's that? Um, Still well. Still well. Yes. Um, so really, you know, we got a lot, we got a lot coming. This was just our intro episode. That way you can get a little taste just like, you know, at a Sloan's party when I was slicing that prosciutto. And uh, and that those tomahawks and just flinging my meat everywhere. Um, that's what we're doing today. Just giving you a little tasting, give a little sample of what this is going to be like. Um, uh, we want to finish out with like best barbecue we've had in the last week or so. Um, so I haven't had that good of barbecue. Um, I did have a place, a local place here in Dallas called uh, Sunny Brian's. Uh, I got a brisk. A chopped brisket sandwich. Um, it wasn't very good. I put macaroni and cheese on top of it, made it a little more decent, but it wasn't very good. So, um, so you had pasta. Good job. Basically, it wasn't great. What'd you guys have? Um, I finally got to the local barbecue place where I go to college in Cookville called Blue Pig. Um, I've heard a lot from a lot of my friends around here and. First of all, Tennessee barbecue is towards the bottom of barbecue. Okay, so thank let's you just, for acknowledging. Like let's let's put that out there. But I will say for Tennessee style barbecue, it was towards the top of what I've had around here. I had um, sliced brisket and their fries. Their brisket, the the flavor was good in parts and then not in other like it like there were parts that i was like okay this is really good flavor if the whole thing tasted like this i'd be like this is some of the best brisket i've had but a lot of it was just kind of bland so that's i'm knocking points for that but i will say for tennessee barbecue it was pretty darn good also the fact that it's like 10 minutes from here is probably a dangerous thing but yeah, if you're ever past, if you're ever going from like Knoxville to Nashville and you need a place to stop for barbecue, stop at Blue Pig, Pig in Cookville. It's okay. I do need to go back and try okay. some of their other stuff because apparently their ribs are their best thing, but I wasn't feeling ribs that night. So, so I had some good barbecue today, and it was actually in Tennessee. Um, I was not too far away from you, actually, uh, Jack. I was down in uh, Spencer, about what, like hour south of you, down up in uh, Cookville. And Chattanooga, and it's right off of is it seventy five or twenty four? Anyways, it's uh, Sugars. That's that place that's on the top of that um, almost like near mountain. Almost you were like gonna say Bucky's, and I was gonna slap you. No, Bucky. you guys already know that I ate a pound of Bucky's as well. Um, but I, I mean, you ate a pound is another of Bucky's brisket, yeah, yeah. which Bucky's brisket slaps. Yeah, 
Yeah, we, we can go when on. You, incredible. When you weigh in the fact that that brisket is produced in mass. I'm trying to tell you. And it's a gas Jack. station. Mm-hmm. Trying to tell you, Jim. Honestly, gas station have barbecue? barbecue? You still have a good barbecue in Tennessee. You just need to know where to look. Oh, no, Anyways. it definitely exists, but it does not rank against, like, Texas or Well, Missouri no. Barbecue. No, not in terms of, like, overall. I, I'll agree with that. Anyway, so I had a work colleague with my with me. We were um, a little early getting back, but late lunch, and we stopped by this play call, place called Sugars, and their slogan is Q with a view. So it's basically kind of like up on a mountainside, and you're looking down on the, like, the entire city of um, Chattanooga. Great view. Another fun thing is that they also have goats running around outside. So, like, it's almost like goats on a roof at, like, Pigeon Forge, but with barbecue, less the uh, the mountain coaster. And he had the um, just straight brisket, and it's solid there. But I had brisket tacos. And okay. Solid brisket, but they've all, they, they're corn tortillas. They make them by – they make them by, um, uh, by hand uh, there every day. And they also have, like, these – uh, crispy like okra chips anyways like really 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 solid tacos and that's for another story because actually uh sarah and i when we first she actually had those for the first time like a few years back they were so good i was like these are literally the best tacos i think i've ever had in the states there's got to be better tacos somewhere else and that actually took us down to mexico that's for that's a story for another time to actually go on a taco pilgrimage but anyways really solid always love being able to Take someone to another incredible eatery, barbecue place, share that experience that you've already had before. And uh, yeah, that's basically what this uh, meat cast is going to be all about. So let's make it happen, okay. baby. Okay, this place looks incredible. Hold on. You haven't been there? No. <laughs> Damn it. Why do I have to be going to California on Friday? Otherwise, I would totally be driving down the Chattanooga oh, wait, tomorrow dude, night. So much you're doing, you are you doing the California thing that you told me you're doing? Yeah, we'll talk about it after we wrap up. I'll like refresh you on what's happening. Jack, I'll I'll I'll, I'll refresh you. I'll I'll catch you up on what's happening. Okay, so Um, pretty solid, guys. We're over forty-five minutes already. Okay, so so Jack, while you are in um California, there's a barbecue restaurant that you have to go to. Okay, hit me. Bloodsos. Bloodsos, okay. Bloodsos, it's in Compton. Okay, what do I need to get? Uh, protection. Yes. <laughs> no. So Bloodsos is one of those world famous. It's B L U D S O. I guess it's technically L A. Um, he is one of the the truly one of the gods of barbecue. Um, he's been on. Cooking shows. So I actually met him. He has like a food truck. Um, um, and like he was selling like fruit smoothies in Malibu. And like I got a smoothie one day. And like I was talking to him. He's like, oh, have you been to like my barbecue restaurant? I was like, what do you mean your barbecue restaurant? He's like, oh, I'm the owner of Blood Sows. I'm like, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Hey, Mike, um, did you say nonchalantly Malibu? Yeah, Malibu. Okay, got it. Cool. Just making sure. Um, that's when I lived in California, dude. Um, okay, if the picture's on this the website, like, I'm getting the meat sweats just looking at the damn pictures right so, now. So you need to go. What's this? Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still have not been. But he is oh. a master class barbecue. Oh, so the next Jesus. time we record, Jack, I expect you to uh, report back on your blood cells experiment. I will um, because there, yeah, there. I mean, there is something I would love to have happen. Um. When I'm going to go do, ahead and uh, make a reservation for this place. Hold on. Sorry, Scott. I'm just kind of telling you where we're going for dinner some night next week. Know, already. That looks like Terry yeah. Black level, like platters of just beet. Um, it's like Franklin plus. What? Oh, that, that's the main big hot take of the episode is, right there. Okay. Here's the real question is like, is there something I should get? Is there like something he's truly famous for? 
Um, I believe it's the – I think it's brisket. I will do a little research on that because brisket is – Please research it. So he was one of the judges on the Great American Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. Um, And the guy who won it is in Atlanta. And he he doesn't do much anymore, but he did pop-ups at Pontoon Brewing. Which there's a perfect weekend that he should show back up, which is the first weekend of October. Hmm, I wonder what's happening then. Or yeah, stumble on my mind. Um, yeah. So that is uh, hopefully we, uh, his name's uh, Rashid Phillips. Um, if you check out Facebook, Rashid Phillips, he is uh, one of those people that I'm dying to have his barbecue. Um, I'm actually like trying to figure out when he's going to be. Um, having something and then I'm going to plan a trip out to Atlanta specifically for his barbecue. Um, so that's the top tier. Those are a couple of my barbecue preferences. Jack, you will have to um, clarify us with us next time. How blood says is. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm already doing research. Apparently it's the brisket and the short ribs or the short ribs. I read that right. Oh, no, the, sorry, the pork ribs are what you got to go for. Okay, I, I'm all, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, y'all. Oh, all right. oh boy. Any any parting questions that we have to mention, boys, gentlemen, gentlemen? I mean, anything else? Make Angelo sure dials. Put a damn shirt on. Okay. Make well, sure you uh, handle your meat properly. We are always remember to clean up after yourself. Episode one, we're having fun. We're a little tangy. We'll get we'll get there, and um, you know what? Stay saucy, everyone.